All right. Uh, here we go. Episode. This is so lame. Episode 69. I'm not even going to make a joke about it. No, we can just leave it there. Nope. Episode 69 of No Laugh Track. Thanks to the guys in Circle of Heat for letting us play their music. My name is Justin Severson, the host, and uh, my daughters know my guest today as Biker Dude from one of their favorite movies of the summer, Epic. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't even know. My mom's like, you were in a movie. You didn't tell me. I'm like, I think I grunted and said move or something like that. <laughs> that was what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even do anything. My mom's like, you don't even tell your mother you're doing these things. I'm like, I, didn't, I went to a sound booth and said two lines. Did they invite you to the premiere when you're in a uh cartoon with one line no no not at all i forgot i even did it like, <laughs> i didn't even know i'm like what's this for I'm like i mean i'm lucky enough i get to do enough stuff I'm like what's this yell blah, blah, gruff voice okay there it's like an hour out of my day so <clears throat> yeah i totally forgot about it then did it you know that you're uh called biker dude on imdb on that now i do yeah now okay. i'm aware of it <laughs> also i noticed that uh uh when you just like, I was on my phone the other day. I was gonna, I was looking up some stuff about you, and I just put in Kyle, and then the autocorrect thing. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that came up. I don't know. why I thought this was funny. Remember that South Park uh, song? Kyle's mom is a big fat bitch. Yeah, I know everything that's been attached to the name Kyle. I bet you do. South Park. <laughs> oh, I suppose you do. Oh yeah, the real uncreative friends that would sing that at my face. What years after the episode came out? <laughs> what year did that get old? Oh Jesus! <laughs> hey Kyle, really, really? That's you're gonna go with that? All right. And, and the show's still on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks, friends. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, everybody else is front-loaded. I can make a lot of Matt jokes or Rob jokes when I save them for myself. That's right. Too easy. Sorry, I got a unique, special name, which is is either... Kyle's either either a bully or the bullied. The bully or the bullied? Yeah, I'm either like a a complete nerd or an asshole. Did I grow up with any Kyles? I don't think I did. And whenever it's in a movie, it's never like a neutral party. It's a polarizing name for a He character. could be an asshole. It's an asshole. <laughs> I feel like William Zabka from Karate Kid was a Kyle in a couple movies. Yes, yes. Blonde dude was a Kyle. Absolutely. Movie. Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny had, it was Kyle in some other movies. And then, or it's like it's Kyle. Like, hey, guys. You know, like a complete nerd. Kyle. Yeah, just some complete tool. That, Not again, Kyle. There's no, like, who's, a, who's the average neighbor kid? Oh, that's <laughs> Kyle. It's never that. It's a name you give. If you really want to let people already make judgments about who that character is before knowing him. Kyle has braces, for sure. Oh, Kyle has braces. <laughs> On his legs. Kyle, bra- <laughs> Kyle has red hair. <laughs> Kyle has red hair and falls off the school bus. Yeah. So we're uh, obviously here at Acme. This is Acme's freaking podcast. And um, you got one show down. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Last night was? It was awesome. Awesome. This place is great. Now, did you you showed up? I think I saw on uh, social media where you were in town on Monday. I got in Monday, and I was like, "All right, finally!" I just came from Toronto, so I did a week of shows at a comedy festival there. I was like, "A night off? Maybe I'll just take it easy. I won't go to the bar. I won't, you know, I'll just stay inside." And then I was at the hotel down the street. I'm like, ah, there's an open mic going on. Let's, yeah. let's go down and see who's hanging around. So uh-huh. yeah, I came over here. And you did? Okay. I can't. It's like a sickness. I can't leave it. So you caught up on stage? No, no, no. I just watched. Just hung out. Yeah, it was a legit night off from performing. Oh, okay. I just, like I'm just like I gotta watch comedy. I want to see comedy. Maybe my friends are there. You know, so didn't you didn't consider Monday Night Football? I don't care about football. <laughs> I didn't think so. I don't care. Can I say that in a, in a town that cares about football, <laughs> which can, is every town? Yeah, uh, you can say that, especially because our team is uh, one in three, and you're in town a week. They don't even play. I still have to think of like one in three. I'm like, does that mean they're they won <laughs> yeah. one out of three? Or they lost right. Like it does, I don't even remember. I was like, don't screw it up. You know Run that round jocks. Don't screw it up. It's funny you say that, uh, Kyle, because there's a uh, there's there was a like a Bud Light commercial or some beer commercial in the last mm-hmm. year. And it's about uh, anyway. The, in the conversation, it goes. They're like, oh no, that's because the teams, uh, you know. Anyways, they had it reversed. Like what you know, because yeah. the uh, you know wins are always supposed to be first, losses second. And I'm such yeah. a sports nerd. I was like, they're doing it wrong. It's backwards. <laughs> I that's, I always argue because I come from like skateboard and BMX yeah culture. So I'm like, why aren't those guys millionaires? I'm like, I watch a guy ride a kid's bike off a two story roof. <laughs> that guy should be a millionaire. I can care less about football. 
his story. Why isn't this guy? Why are they skate one bit? But then they are millionaires nowadays. But, yeah, now they and are. their career span is three years, baby, before they're destroyed. Their you bodies. think so? Actually, I, I still watch. I, I you know randomly tune in like the X Games. So these guys like on their bikes the, uh, are. 38, 40, 41 years old. Some of them are still going, but I can only imagine. I just remember being a kid and like being at a skate park and seeing some guy that was maybe, I think, you know, I was an early teenager. And so this guy was probably 30. So I was looking at him like he was a relic. Yeah. Right, right. Like pedaling a bike, fine. As soon as he got off his bike, it looked like somewhere like just up the evolutionary chart from an ape. <laughs> slumped over, yeah, and right. just limping and dragging a foot. And I was like, Oh my God! I mean, it's none of that like whatever that concussion, like multiple concussion syndrome that football players are suffering from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are going through the same thing. Oh no, shit! And, like I, f- I forget, like you just see like a video of them doing a crazy trick. You forget that most of their year is injuries. Like most of their, you know, two weeks of riding, four months of letting bones heal, two more weeks of riding. It's pretty crazy. Or they're riding with broken bones. Did you ever uh, get a bad one? No, because I sucked. I was a, uh, <laughs> as a real candy ass about it. I was terrible. That's why I'm still in awe of that stuff. Oh, like, right oh on. my goodness! Yeah, it was. I was like sports that it was just one guy going. I think I could jump off these stairs. Like, yeah, the competition thing always. Evil can evil. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Whenever it was like football, like these guys are gonna beat you up because you have a ball. I'm like, well, I'll just give them the ball then. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any value for this ball. Like, Smear the queer. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're taking that from you. Here, I'll give it to you. I don't give a shit. I'm not a dog. I have no value for this ball. <laughs> oh, there, go. You guys like it so much. Have it. Good point. Yeah. Hey, um, I was. The, I was the reason there was written tests in PE classes. <laughs> I was that. Kid. We have to have you do something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna do some pen and paperwork for the dorks. Yeah, credit for showing up. Yeah, level out the playing field because you can't do pull-ups. <laughs> Just hold on to the rope. You'll be fine. <laughs> hey, uh, Matt Bronger, your buddy was in town last week. And mm-hmm. I, I said uh, before when he was leaving, I was like, hey, you got anything I should ask Kyle Kinane about? And he said, uh, you're illegitimate road kids. Oh, man, so many road kids. <laughs> so many road kids. No, I don't have any road kids. Can't... Uh... You can't uh, you can't knock up a lady with uh, apologies about being too drunk. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez, I'm sorry. Let's I'll buy you breakfast. <laughs> can't, can't no no morning after pill you needed for that. Just maybe Let, a Denver omelet. Well, I'll I'll make us feel really close. We'll keep a promise together. <laughs> this didn't happen. Shh, let's not tell anybody. <clears throat> yeah, there better not be. At least nobody's coming out of the woodwork yet because I haven't made any money. <laughs> <laughs> They're waiting for the They're score. Waiting. They're, They're waiting. waiting for the score. Yep, the bit, the really, really big break. Yeah, he's still making road money. We'll leave him alone. Now, why wasn't uh, Kyle Kinane, Kyle, ugh, Kyle Kinane's going nowhere? Why wasn't that the biggest thing in the world? Because I watched that thing on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny as hell. Thanks, man. Uh, shit, that's a good question. You know, I, I uh, classic case of uh, TV executives going. We just literally. Their critique of it was, it doesn't, there's no real direction to the show. I'm like, did they watch TV? Well, I was like, did you see the name of it? Yeah. Did you listen? Like the whole end point I tried to make on that show, I was like, there's no lesson. It's TV. You shouldn't get lessons from TV. Yeah, no. Just watch and laugh at it. Yeah. And they didn't like that part of it, which was the entire point of my travel show was to not make any kind of like but the indigenous people taught this about no i, I just went to dumb stuff how far city. did you travel for yeah. people that haven't watched it i just managed I, I only got one episode i only got to san francisco so that was it san francisco from la yeah <laughs> well you know it was a pilot got a real a real small budget yeah. a real small budget we had to stay within the state lines <laughs> oh the things i learned in that video i got into some weird stuff for that one, did uh, you wore with that? I'm trying to remember. Was that latex? I get confused. Yeah, I had like a like silicone a bondage outfit on, and a dominatrix wrestled me and electrocuted me. She had an, and, um, uh, a large chest. She did. She used it to her advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really she beat the shit out of me. Like I mean, that's what she does professionally. But I was like, I'm not gonna, like I'm going to wrestle a, a girl right now. And like I don't want to beat the shit out of me. And I was just coming off, like, throwing my back out, too, or something. So I was kind of oh, no. like, I shouldn't. I'll goof around. Like, oh, all right. I give up. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Oh, but more more than enough that she knows what she's doing. 
And that was, uh, yeah, there was that. A lot of sex stuff. I competed in an air sex competition that mm. didn't even make it to the... I was going to ask you what didn't make it. That didn't make... The air sex competition didn't make it. What's an air sex... Uh, you're in a swing or something? No, no, no. It's like, uh, you know, there's air guitar competitions. Oh, you're... This is like that, but you're fucking instead of playing a guitar. I could say that, right? This is yeah, absolutely. Genial. Absolutely. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Air fucking. Well, this okay, and this was a genius. This is what I thought was great. So it was my good buddy uh, Isaac, who lives in San Francisco, and we're like, well, let's we'll enter it together, and like we'll like it'll be like a t- like we'll be like we'll mock a three way on stage. But then the producers like you can't use music because they play music along with it. The whole thing is like to a song. Yeah, but we can't use any licensed music because it's for a TV show. Right. We have to pay money. Right. We're like, well, national anthems aren't licensed. Public domain. Yeah. Yep. So we got the French national anthem, and we air sex an Eiffel Tower <laughs> on an invisible woman. And I was so proud of ourselves. Why, what we, else would you use? That we came up with that, like the national anthem, on top of it's already the a Eiffel sex Tower. move. Brilliant. And they cut out the whole thing, man. I was, that, was, that was like the most genius thing that we came up with. Well, national anthem, French Eiffel Obviously. Tower, yeah. well, Eiffel Tower, an invisible lady. <laughs> And then we won the preliminary. I let Isaac go on to the finals. He won the contest. He got a, I think it was like a gift certificate and a gold butt plug or something. So, <laughs> so he's uh, yeah. He's, there were plenty of winners that day. You know, it you know, like. I think they, I think uh, the city of San Francisco won. <laughs> the neighborhood of the Mission won that that night. Wow. So yeah, so there's uh, some real weird unseen footage of me doing stuff out there. And that was it. No, no, no plans of going back to that stuff and trying it somewhere else. I, you know, if somebody else wanted to, like, hey, we saw that, we'd like to put it out. Like, oh, let's talk about it. Yeah. I had a good time doing it. I just didn't want to do like a reality, like a show where you make fun of the subjects. Because mm-hmm. I went and saw the wizard and his goddess. Yeah, okay, the old, yeah, the old man. And yeah, his yeah. Wife. And they were just sweethearts. I didn't want them to look foolish. They're nice enough. They're letting. Me come into their house. Like, if anybody's like, I, I'm just so sick of like that pranking somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Like, no, if anybody's going to look like an idiot, I'll look like the idiot. But look at all these nice people <laughs> that I got to meet along the way. Dominatrix, They're people too. Dominatrix that electrocuted me, but she was a nice lady, showed us around nonchalant. Her place of business happened to be this dungeon where they shoot weird porn. But okay, but that's somebody. It's still somebody that's in line with you behind a coffee at a coffee shop. But, like, right. uh, you know, Know that there's that diversity out there. Maybe don't, I'll pay it forward to her at Starbucks someday. Exactly. You don't know. You know. Don't be so quick to judge people when you realize they're still. You know, they're still buying groceries next to you. That's right. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the point wow. of that show. That's what I wanted. It. I like. Well, I liked it a lot. Well, thanks, man. I uh, and I read something. Your uh, someone reviewed your performance on Drunk History. Uh, they said Kyle Kinane is the best drunk ever. Yeah, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I think maybe I don't want that. No? I don't want to be that. Um, yeah, you do stand-up comedy for 14 years, but throw up on TV once, and that's <laughs> that's your main credit. Yeah. That's what I've been like. That's the weird thing about it, random points. I don't get recognized from stand-up much, but people will be like, I saw you throw up. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Everyone can relate to that. It's like being... <laughs> like being 19 and being like the guy that's the best at partying eventually <laughs> that credit is sad <laughs> as long as that isn't your peak you know what let's hope not yeah let's hope there's something else i mean and not just i'm not you specifically but anyone's life that yeah. let, let that 19 year old best drunk not be the peak oh yeah like the people it's i think i i think i tried to hang on to best party or title for far too long yeah like, well into my late 20s, like, I'm going to get wasted. Like, you don't have to do that anymore. You're 29. You can just enjoy your evening. When you grew up in Chicago, right? Yeah. So uh, you were probably used to drinking until, what do they have, like the 4 o'clock, 5 four o'clock? Five, yeah. Yeah, I know. I've been to a few. Kingston Mines, is that Kingston a place? Kingston Mines is one. Yeah. Lincoln Park, sure, sure. Yeah, I've been there. Like Kingston Mines, more Boys Town. Yeah, I think the, the, the reggae bar. Yep. I, um, that's what, like... Uh, I don't know how uh, – everybody that visits Chicago that I know, because I live in L.A. now, like, yeah, you guys drink. And like, <laughs> I just like, no, this is just a way of life Yeah, that was it there. And I didn't – I just thought it was kind of like, oh, that's that's how people drink until everybody else would visit be like, I don't know what you guys – 
You guys drink like, especially for you to say that. If you're from Minneapolis, I would think here's pretty much on par. No, I, I was just going to say that actually. I, bet I, I was going to ask you. I, I bet you see a lot of similarities in the people. Yeah, I, maybe it's and just the a, drinking. Maybe it's just a Midwest thing of like, in the summer you're so happy. Oh yeah, that it's warm out, mm-hmm. or it's painfully warm, so you're just going to drink all day. In the winter, it sucks so bad. There's nothing else to do than just huddle up with, like that. Med- if you make it into a bar when it's bitter cold out, everybody looks at you like you're instantly our friend because <laughs> you are willing to come out. Like there's no enemies. There's a common enemy of the weather. So everybody that's huddled in a bar is like, well, we got one thing we can all bitch about. You know, it's like whether it be politics or sports, they have to be like, oh, it's negative ten out, but we still left our house to socialize. Let's be friends. Oh, they, especially you know, at this comedy club here. I mean, the I've many times uh, people on stage here have, you know, thanked the audience like, I know, it's fucking bitterly cold. Yeah. Thank you for leaving your house and getting here. Yeah, well absolutely. I mean it's not a necessary thing to come to a comedy show and if you're gonna I mean great also if you live in a place unless you're new there, you know where you live and you know the elements yeah. and it's yeah. Maybe that makes it easier to just hide out at home or makes it easier to be like, no, I'm not scared of this shit. I'm going to go out and live my life. There's a saying we use on the uh, radio show that I work on and that it's uh, it's so cold the weather's trying to kill you. Yeah. Well, it does. Summertime is when all the, you know, really, it gets the ends. You know, it gets the old people and the babies. <laughs> <laughs> weather, weather really takes out the the edges of the bell curve. <laughs> <laughs> The average age still stays the same. Yeah, no, it keep, yeah, it keeps it keeps the yeah it keeps that middle that middle solid. That's but right. that, the weak ones on the ends aren't going to last long when it's 110. <laughs> what is your uh, what's your history here in um, in Minneapolis? My history, like here. Acme. You said I asked you before we recorded one other time at Acme. I've been here. This will be my fourth time. The first time I came here was uh, when I was infamously selling cake decorations. And my boss wanted to sell a line of cake decorations to Target, so we came to corporate headquarters. It was, first, it was the first like ever business trip thing I'd ever been on. Like, <laughs> I got to go to Minneapolis on business, so I <laughs> came here with my and like he was like he's a kooky dude. It was just like I think we're gonna go for the big time. I got us a meeting at Target. <laughs> it was a three person operation in like a a garage. He's like we're selling cake decorations <laughs> to a national channel. Like, we could barely get 10 orders out a day <laughs> with me and the guy I work with in the warehouse. <laughs> You're going to go to him like, all right, I'll go with. And so I was here for a night. I was in Minneapolis for an evening. What year was that? You, that was, you I think? bet that was 2004. 2004 or 2005. 2004 still working the uh, you know that, cake decoration. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't quit my day job till 09. I'm only four years out of the Damn. gate of, uh, of nine to five living. Holy cow. And then I passed through here. I did a show in uh, Grand Forks. I don't know if you know Spencer Dobson. Mm, name sounds familiar. Grand Forks comedian, a pal of mine. So I went from Winnipeg to there, and then we popped over here for a couple days, and yeah. I took off. And then Acme a year and a half ago, and it was awesome, and I was kind of sad that I, I didn't get to come back sooner. Yeah. A little bit of ass kissing. Right <laughs> like I, tell, I was talking to Matt Bronner last week, you got to get in. You got to get in the uh, one year every year. You know, I would love to. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think that's the thing. So many comics want to be on that. There's more comics than dates. Mm-hmm. This place is so good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How long? You're still doing the voice at Comedy Central? Still doing it. Did some today. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How'd you do, today? Got, yeah, I got this weird. I look like I'm part of the NSA. I got a little Pelican case that I take with me with like a. A laptop and a microphone. Really? And I look like a spy. Yeah, I look like I'm doing some like remote, uh, re- remote investigation from my hotel room. But really, I'm just barking at people when to watch South Park. Yeah. And it's weird if you like if you walk by the hotel room, it just sounds like a lunatic lives in there <laughs> that loves Comedy Central. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesdays at ten thirty. Tuesdays at ten thirty. Tuesdays at ten thirty. I'm like, what's going on in there? It's like some weird Tourette's where I just yell out times. So you've got to the point where you don't have the guy going, no, 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 no. We need you to do the. No, uh, he's still. I got headphones in. I'm plugged in. Oh, it's somebody. that connected. Yeah, I'm still talking to people. Oh, holy shit! Still got people giving me direction on it. So I just, it's just a really odd one sided conversation yeah, that yeah. you hear. Where in the middle of the conversation I start repeating like Wednesday at nine, over and over again. 
How'd that sound? Like I can only imagine. <laughs> How uh that that's a freaking great gig, man. I love it, man. I'm so scared I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> have you uh, this is probably a really stupid question. Have you ever had to announce your own shows on there? I did a couple times. I wanted to I wanted to screw with it. I like I'm like, you gotta let me right. break the wall on this. Yeah. And uh, you know, the no same, dice. The same type of executives, like, oh, we think it might be confusing. Might be too inside. Yeah, really, guys. Come, you're, you know, you're a comedy channel. You can screw. Up. You know, what, scratch that. I'm not saying anything about the people that pay me money. <laughs> I'm not talking shit about my main employer right now. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah, you guys, a wonderful job. Love all the programming. Don't forget <laughs> South Park Wednesdays at ten. It's funny you say that because earlier today I was like, I know what I'm not going to ask him, and that would be, what shows don't you like on Comedy Central? <laughs> I objectively just tell you when to watch them. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I watched your uh, special last night, the um, Whiskey Icarus. Oh, all right. Fucking awesome. Oh, thanks. Awesome. I want to be the dick that said thanks before you gave it a review. No, no, yeah, right. Saw your special. Thanks a bunch. I, I didn't say it was good. Two <gasps> minutes in, good. The rest, shit. Let's talk about it. Started strong. Defend Crap. yourself. What went wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, the uh, you know I'm not going to quote your jokes here, but it was something about like uh, you, something about you can't believe the thoughts that go in your head. Yeah. That get in your head, and then when you do the line about, I'll just say. Uh, they stole that baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my uh, girlfriend spit water out of her mouth. <laughs> Not kidding. I was so, I was hoping that that was so blatantly shocking that I thought that, that I was like, because you know you're not racist. Like, you know in your heart you're not a it's racist. It's such a good premise, man. <laughs> I mean, you know that. I'm telling you stuff you know, but it's but such it's a good but premise. It's, but it's just like, okay, I'm going to take the chance and be completely honest with an audience. Like, this is what I thought. Now, either you judge me based on my actions in the show up to this point. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he really is racist. Or just like, oh, no, we've all had horrible thoughts like that, and let's allow this guy to talk about it. So the first couple times I did that joke was real scary. <laughs> I think I were you careful it. about where you were doing it? I did it the, like, the day after it happened. Because I was like, it's fresh now. If, if I overthink it, it'll come out nervous. Like That's one of those things. Like, you could say the same sentence, but if you say it without confidence or... With a shaky voice, people eat you alive. Because mm -hmm. he's like, if you're just like going, nope, this is what it was. I'm uh, being honest with you. People allow it more, and that's the weirdest thing to learn about delivering comedy. Is like, oh, you gotta, you gotta back up your words because if you if you appear shaky or anything, people will just consume you. You've been like, caught doing that, uh, not being confident. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Or, or or it's a bit I've done too many times, and I just can't find the snap in it and you can tell the audience is like you're phoning it in aren't you i was like well no I, no i swear to god i'm uh, so happy to be here I'm like ah <laughs> oh, you're right you're right I'm not in the moment I'm thinking about something else oh. but uh yeah that yeah that joke fortunately because it was honest i mean well the joke yeah this is about seeing two uh black guys carrying a white baby and that's that was my thought I didn't want to think. I was just I was like, they stole that baby. It's like, ah, oh. instant, instant disappointment in myself for thinking about it. Instant disappointment. Oh my god, and self-loathing for going. <laughs> Why would you let that in your head? Oh, it's so freaking funny. It's so good. Please watch the special to hear the explanation for the rest of the joke. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Just take it on those two sentences. No. Yeah, everyone should watch that. It's, it's fucking fantastic. What's Trip Tank? I still don't know. You don't know? <laughs> yeah, that's one of those credits. I think it's just uh, it's an amalgam of uh, animated shorts, kind of like an Adult Swim type of just a mix of different animated shorts and characters and all kinds of stuff. Is it the on. thing that, like, I saw one of your jokes, Bunnies? Is that? No, that was just an independent, oh, okay. uh, just an animated bit from the first record. Yeah. This is... Uh, they're just getting a bunch of people doing a bunch of voices, all different characters, kind of just this mayhem, adult swim type uh, show. So I've gone in and done a few voices. Oh, but that okay. was another one of those things that go in, read this guy like a hillbilly, read this guy like a monster. Like, okay, what is it? Uh, well, I don't know. We, we're busy. Just get, okay, go. <laughs> like, all right. So I just read some voices. So. Are there any shows that you wanted, would like, uh, like that you're a fan of, you'd want to do a voice on? Um, I got to do a Bob's Burgers, and that was cool. I got to do. There's some other. I suppose you know a bunch of people on that show too, right? Yeah, well, it was still 
kind of starstruck, stand in the room like, oh, it's all the people from the, you know, like Reno 911. Yeah. State, like, oh, man, uh-huh. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what I'd want to do a voice on. I've got to do some pretty cool demons and stuff for, uh, oh, shit, what was it? No, I, I know. I'm gonna Any video games? Take. Video games would be fun. I've you haven't done, done one? Video games. That would have been cool. Are you a gamer? No, but I, I like when I have played. I'm like, oh, that looks like a real fun time. Yeah, like I'm, I, yeah, just to see what they animate and like, oh, now I just got shot in the head in this video game. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you're animated in that uh, that bunnies thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's got to be kind of cool. Yeah, that was uh, this guy Greg Franklin. I know just did that from one of the bits on the album as yeah. like a little promo piece, and it took off because the animation's so good on that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You know, I just realized I lost your, um, I had your first CD. I, I downloaded it when it first came out a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, I, somebody was trying to get it for me a few months ago. Lost. I lost a digital download. How'd you do that? I don't know. You deleted it out of spite one night. Well, yeah. The same way you unfriend people passive aggressively in the middle of it. I don't even like, why do I even follow this person? <laughs> I want to erase them from memory. I think I'll, I'll uh, hook you up. Hey man, I'll hook you. I up. think uh, I think I lost it in a move. There's some some uh, long story. Some you some, lost some computers from a hard drive. Some, a well, I, let's put it this way: I moved out of somewhere, and some of my stuff stayed there. Okay, so All right. you were in a situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to talk about it? You want, you want to flip this interview? You want to talk about you for a minute? Can I lean back when you when we do this talk? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into you. What was this move? What was motivated by? <clears throat> love uh, or was it heartbreak? Oh, what fear, was? heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, love, fear, and heartbreak. Misunderstanding. Great, great motivators. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Two of the great motivators. <laughs> no, no shit. <laughs> I'm wearing my uh, Los Pollos Hermanos shirt. Are yeah, you a Breaking man, Bad so fan? I did. I watched them all. You, everything to Sunday. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. I won't spoil it, but it was. No, fun. no, no. We can't talk about it. It was great. We yeah. say that. Yeah. You were satisfied? Yeah. Well, just when you just see TV shows where like they'll make a season, like, oh, it's a hit. Now we just got to make stuff up from here to see a TV show where they planned it out from the beginning. Yeah. Everything made sense. Yeah. Everything was done for a reason. It wasn't just like, oh, and here's a crazy side story that we had to half-ass back into things. Mm-hmm. Everything was done for a reason, and it was just like, oh, Hey, it was good to see a TV show done that way. And and plus, I rarely de- like. I just don't sit down. I just watch no. crap when I watch TV. So there was a one show. I'm like, people like it, and it was like it was on Netflix. I'm like, I'll start watching. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this because I never dedicated myself. Like all these HBO, I'm, I've never seen a Sopranos. I've oh. never seen all this stuff. And so when I finally got cable, I'm like. All right, I'm gonna watch these shows. Everybody like, and the one show that was starting up when I first got cable was that show Hung. Oh yeah, but, uh, never saw it. But yeah, well, it was stupid. I'm like, this is the one. I'm like, I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna make a point every Thursday and record it because everybody likes these. And I start watching. I'm like, this show sucks, man. I'm not gonna waste my time TV. I'm just gonna go out and live my life. So I'm, I'm a little gun shy about uh, you know latching on to a, a program. Yeah, I haven't seen any Game of Thrones. I'm sure it's oh, great. Shit, yeah. I'm sure you know Homeland. People are nuts about. So maybe I'll start watching that on Netflix. People go nuts about that one. But I just, I just watched. Like, and then Downton Abbey, of course. No, that was one that pe- I just watched. Like, I actually did give it a chance. Fuck yeah. that. Nope, Is not that happening. No, not nah, too much. Too British. Too or British God. for my my simple mind. I know. And like, eventually, you just have to admit that, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, like Doctor Who. Like, I don't. No, no. I don't need to hold on to this mask, like everybody, like this. This great identifier in society, like, oh, do you like Doctor Who? I like Doctor Who, too. I've got a t- TARDIS on my <laughs> Like, I don't need that sense of identity with people. I'm 36. Yeah. I, I like what I like. And if I happen to wander into some show, like, oh, this is pretty good. I'll start watching. I watch, like, that Fast and Loud show where the guys f- fix hot rods. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, and, like I can't tell any. I don't know why I like it, but I'm like, well, the cars are kind of crappy, and then they fix them, and it's cool because they're cars. Like, I'm not, a, simple, I'm not a nerd. I'm not like Game of Thrones. Everybody's like, yeah, but even if you don't like dragons, there's boobs. I'm like, I got cable and I got the internet. I don't like if I want to see boobs. I know a much more efficient way than sitting through some sort of elaborate costume piece. Yeah, you don't have to wait through sword fights. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to be the guy like 
you're all dorks because you like it, but like when everybody convenes on Twitter, it's as bad as sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know, there's sports nerds and there's TV <clears throat> jocks. I went to the uh, Renaissance Festival over the weekend. How that just did wrapped that up. Go. Yeah. Are you, are you a Ren Fest fan? No. No. I mean, I've never Have you been, been to one. To, I, no. So yeah, I've been to Medieval Times. Is that? Do, I've do never Ren been to. Fair people look down on medieval times, I wonder. or is that their day job? Well, I wish we could ask our uh, producer back there, Derek. He's an expert on that stuff. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Derek, but we're gonna get you to weigh in after this. Yeah. Um, I had never gone into the Renaissance Festival up until three years ago, and I don't mm-hmm. think I'll ever miss another year as long as I live. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's... You like you like drinking? We've established that. Yeah. Yeah. It's for you then. But what? I don't need an event. Like everybody sells me on the drinking parts of stuff. Like I'll drink anywhere. It's so a new is, environment mean, to drink. It's like all right, and you don't costumes. need to dress up. I see. No, no, no. But it's, no, you go. You go to see me. I'm sure I'd get a kick out of it if I went. But it's also. Is it like all the ex-thespians from high school? Yes. Man, those people got on my fucking nerves in high school. I know. I hope I've matured in 20 years. <laughs> but it's, uh, oh, forsooth thou. Oh, shut up. Give me the big turkey leg. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I want to know that I'd, I'd be more open-minded. <laughs> And not just again, like I don't want to mock people because they found something that makes them happy. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of eye rolling. Uh, you know, when I <laughs> for me when I walk through there, there's a lot of eye rolling. It doesn't mean I don't. You know, like I like being there, but yeah. there's a lot of eye rolling. But you got you got kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have two daughters. Brought them. They like it. So that's the thing too. Also, like I mean, if the family's into it, that gets your enthusiasm. Although I did go to. Like Universal Studios, and as an adult with no children, and I had a blast. So I'm not I, alone. No, no, I did. <laughs> I did have a date to Universal Studios. Okay, good. But uh, but so I, I like. I mean, I I get it. I'm not inspired to go. Like, get a bunch of hey dudes. You want to go to the Renaissance Fair? Honestly, it's dedication uh, to get there because you know the one they have here. Uh, unless you get there very very early in the day, you're on the road. Uh, the the bumper to bumper traffic. I mean, you're really? sitting in traffic for an hour outside. Do the you get place. to skip it if you show up on a horse, <laughs> or do you have to sit in the same line? I'm in the Pre- gallop lane. Preferred, yeah. Preferred. <laughs> Technically, it's a multi occupancy vehicle. That's right. The horse is a living creature, and it can't be sitting in there with all the exhaust. You can also put it to work while we're there. I think that's the loophole. I think you need to get yourself a carriage, and yeah. you're going to skip that line. You're going to get right to the front. Oh, a carriage? Yeah, my daughters are five and seven. They oh, love that. You want to be You want to be the best dad <laughs> in the universe? Kids, next year we're taking a carriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something to look forward to in case they bitch about it. Maybe i got to try this Renaissance Fair I'm, thing. Then. I'm telling you, it's Do not they bad. Have the big turkey legs? Yeah. That line's so long, I don't go on it. I skip. That's okay. Skip and again, being a comedian and doing like going to music festivals is comedy. I'm, I'm spoiled because I went to a music festival a couple weeks ago just to get. I'm like standing behind three thousand people trying to watch a band. I'm like, what am I? I'm watching the TV next to the stage. Yeah, yeah. Which is showing what's on the stage. I'm like, I don't. This isn't for me anymore. <laughs> like, I, I got so spoiled. Yeah. From like doing comedy at them and then you get the wristband to kind of just mm-hmm. go whatever mm-hmm. i have not done comedy at a renaissance fair which i think would be awesome especially if you, if you make it poignant to that period those guys work freaking hard i will say that uh, do they have just like gestures and oh t- t- yeah there's there's a live performance going on like cor- every corner of the tell so mari- the land marionettes and do you, <laughs> can you get like old tomatoes to throw and stuff they do they have that they got the guy with really? the uh yeah where the insult he tosses insults and you pay five bucks you get five tomatoes and he's actually really good at insulting people even kids all right see i'm kind of now i'm now i'm kind of buying into this now it sounded fun see i didn't get this no, there. For example, it's like it's a bunch of larger women with their boobs poured out of the dress, which I did never argued against. Okay, don't. Yeah, don't start now. No, no, that was never a complaint. Don't but start I thought now. That was the only selling point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like you got to put up with all this stuff again. It's the Game of Thrones argument. I know where to see boobs in this world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enough. an adult man. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. There was uh, like the guy uh, that was tossing out the insults. There was a young boy. I would guess he was probably I don't know seven or eight, and he was standing there in this position yeah. where that hand on the hip sure, elbow sure. pointed out and the guy throwing the insults goes uh hey kid your daddy cries every time you stand like that 
It's pretty good stuff. With an accent? Did he have to use an accent, or is he just being a dick? No, just being a dick. Oh, that's kind of great. He doesn't even have to be in the the time Mm -mm. frame. No, no. He's just being an asshole to people that went to a Renaissance fair, which is really fish in a barrel. Yeah. It's weird. I didn't show up today t- planning to talk about the Renaissance Festival. Well, neither did I. There's plenty of shit glad. to talk about. I think I think you maybe just sold a few people on it. That's if that's the case. You that's could, fine. Boobs, and you can throw tomatoes at an asshole. Mm, yes. All right. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Kids and adults. I like this. They all I can. like this. Uh huh. Hey, I uh, I brought I have some trivia questions. Oh, it's a little simple yes or no on Breaking Bad. I'm always terrible at these. Perfect. All right, let's do it. Ready? All right. This is uh, there's five questions on Breaking Bad. Dean Norris plays Walt's brother-in-law Hank, but in real life he's the half brother of martial arts badass Chuck Norris. True or false? Oh man, I want it to be yes, but false. Yeah, it's false. <laughs> Do you watch his new show Under the Dome? Is it Chuck Norris or Dean Norris? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> All right. Wait, what is Under the Dome? It's a show on CBS. Is it about being bald or is it the White House? <laughs> is it something about Capitol Hill or just bald guys? Uh, neither, I believe. <laughs> I think it's about living under a dome. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Number two, Anna Gunn, who plays Walt's wife, Skyler. Of course, we know that. Mm-hmm. She was born 60 miles from where Breaking Bad takes place. Is that true or false? If you were wanting to be really deceptive, that would be false. But I'm going to say it's true. Yes. Because it's such an odd non-humorous question <laughs> do you have any history in new mexico where they film that show no i want to go to new mexico they do the tours of the uh of all the sets of breaking oh, that's bad right, yeah yeah so, who was saying like now albuquerque has to go back now like is losing its fame and now just goes back to the place where bugs bunny takes a wrong turn. yeah that's right <laughs> I who wrote it it was on twitter i can't take credit but it was like it was a funny joke like <laughs> back into just being where bugs bunny got lost <laughs> i took a wrong wrong turn in albuquerque yeah uh aaron paul who plays jesse was once a contestant on wheel of fortune No, it's false because it was Price is Right. Yeah, how did you know that? Because I saw that clip, but I thought it was adorable. <laughs> he, was, he was in the showcase showdown. Yeah. He was so happy about it. He lost. Yeah, he, he did. Lost. But it was, it was like, I like that little bit of humanity. Like, oh, you just got together with your pals. With the, like, that's what you do in L.A. if everybody's unemployed. So I'm like, oh, you guys just want to get tickets for Price is Right? Did you ever do crap like that? See bad TV uh, shows, talk shows? I never went. I, I knew friends that like to like fifty bucks a day. You'd go sit and like if you look at the the courtroom, like all the Judge Joe Brown and stuff, it's all just like people that need fifty bucks that are sitting in the, in the audience. So I see my friends there. Really? I did have a group of friends, especially my buddy Josh Androsky. They all went to um, they all went to Prices Right, and my buddy took a bunch of mushrooms and got called down. No, and. uh yeah, it's great because it's like Drew Carey's like, what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm a skateboarding rabbi. <laughs> and like, it's great. Like, look up look up Contested on Drugs. Look up uh, Price is Right Contested on Drugs. It's my buddy Josh. He's a real funny dude. So it does live in infamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, fantastic. Awesome. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Drew Carey was all about it because as a comedian, he's like, ah, somebody's breaking the mold. I yeah. like this. <laughs> skateboarding rabbi. <laughs> Could you do that, host a game show? Uh, only, I think... If it's the variety of prices right, I still look at the the like the consummate uh, entertainer as being David Lee Roth, and that was supposed to be one of his jobs. That that when the Hot for Teacher video ended, like they all did the "Where Are They Now" bits. Oh, that's right. He was right. supposed to host a game show. That's right. And that's all I've ever wanted to see was Dave. If I could do it like David Lee Roth, I would. Yeah. You think he's still the man, David Lee Roth? I do. I just read his autobiography. It's been out for a few years, but I just read it this year, and it's fantastic. Did you go on there to see him on tour a few years back? I did back? not. No, I did not see yeah. Van Halen back. I and did. I, was it? The, the, I heard that there was a, people went because it was a two tours, and they said one of them was great and one of them wasn't. I only went to one. I believe this was the second one that came through uh, here. Not, not I, I don't know. I liked it. You know, he does. He, like a lot of these guys, they don't hit the notes exactly the same, but the guitar's ripping. Yeah. Dave is uh, as flamboyant as ever. Guy is just, 
He's a showman. He's a ringleader. He's a consummate showman. He yeah. knows how to put on a show. Yeah. I everything I try to do everything ethically in lines with what I grew up listening to punk rock, but as far as performance, David Lee Roth. Yeah. It's like that. I try to keep that element. Have you met him? No. 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 Wolfgang Van Halen tweets at me sometimes and I still can't get over that. Really? And I don't have enough courage to be like, hey man, why don't you uh Hook up a couple tickets for the kid. <laughs> Want to go see Diamond Dave. Want to see him zippity bop. <laughs> he was a paramedic. After Van Halen, he became a paramedic. Really? David Lee Roth was a paramedic in like Hell's Kitchen in New York. Like that's the guy. He's, he's far more layered than anybody gives him credit. He just climbs mountains. Does and he, he was a paramedic. <clears throat> Not that it matters. But does he address his sexuality in that book? I think he does do a good job of leaving it as a question mark. Yeah, but also not making a big like, whoa, wouldn't you like to know? But more of just, uh, man, wild nights, wild nights. <laughs> you know? And I've been like the perfect David Lee Roth kind of way. Like, hey, man, you just get into stuff. You know, <laughs> They were crazy times. <laughs> like, that's all the explanation you need to give, man. It was the 80s, man. <laughs> he was. Yeah, like talk about like all like the floors in his house. He never like he has one lamp that he has a, an assistant carry from room to room and plug in for him. What? No. He has like the ballet floors, like the springy wood floors in his house, and he's constantly like trained in every type of martial arts. It goes mountain climbing, like climbs all like like all these like high peaks. What in the like, hell? The guy's he's a renaissance man. He's 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 a magnificent. He's an American treasure. With a baton. With a baton and a sword and an ambulance. That does what he wants. That's what I like about him. Oh, that's fantastic. Favorite band of all time? Van Halen? Uh, favorite band? No, well, it's, it goes to the... Who, who were you I seeing know. a few weeks back at this music fest? I went to Riot Fest in Chicago, so it was a bunch of like punk rock bands and stuff. But, but replacements. replacements! Replacements! Did you go to the replacements show? I, I, you, you want to know how much of an old man I am after three days at a music fest and standing in the rain for six hours? No, you left early. I've watched like four songs, and they sounded great. Yeah. But I was like, my back hurt. I was cold. I was like, this is fantastic. Enough to the point where they played so well, I'm like, I know they're coming back. Like, there's no way they just did those three shows. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Like, it was so good, and there was so, like, if they don't, if, you know, if the infighting doesn't destroy them like it had previously. Yeah. Or if new Guns N' Roses doesn't take off and make, (laughs) uh, you know, reprioritize Tavi Stinson's (laughs) career. They've been waiting for that to happen for a decade. Yeah, you're playing with, uh, with Stretch Face now. Yeah. Can't do it without Slash. I'll listen to Slash and any shitty singer more than this new Guns N' Roses. Mm -mm. I agree. But, uh. I feel like they're going to come back, and they're going to play an indoor venue where, you know, an adult can like, oh yeah, I'm just going to see two opening bands, and the sound's going to be good. And <laughs> I won't have to go to this festival and see all yeah. these, hang out with all these kids. And it was great. Well, I was going back. My Chicago's my hometown, so I was seeing all my friends, and yeah, but it was like sixteen year olds, and I was like, oh, look at these obnoxious. Films. I'm like, no, you were that kid. You were 16 doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, I didn't have a cell phone. I held up in front of somebody else's face to take video. Oh, I want to smack him out of everybody's hands. Don't you fucking hate that? You ever call people out in the crowd when they do that at your show? I, at your shows? Well, you shouldn't be videotaping at a comedy show But anyway. even if somebody's texting somebody. Yeah, that, I mean, that's obnoxious. And it depends where it is. If it's a comedy club and it's like your face is lit up like you're telling a ghost story around a campfire... Like, come on, man. I know you're not enjoying this, but I'm a little more tolerant. But the taking video at a concert, take a picture, take a few pictures. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I get it. You know, you can get that picture. Like it was, but taking video, you really, you're, you're, using, you're using your phone to get shitty audio, no. shaky visual, and you're just fucking with the people behind you. Like, I've done it at one concert where I just held my phone up against their phone. And if they turned around, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Am I obstructing your view of the show? And it was. I mean, I was being a, a bitch, but it was the, right. it was a, it was a, like a pretty solid argument. I thought yeah, it was yeah. because they couldn't argue with me. No, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Is my phone in your way of your phone trying to watch? The concert? <laughs> Let's get somebody else's phone over here. Break this up. Yeah, I was just doing you know the, the one after the other <laughs> mirror facing a mirror thing. Thanks, yeah, you know you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, or just getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, that that is. Uh, 
That is super annoying. The phone thing. It's um, yeah, we didn't have to deal with that. I just think there's a new etiquette. I mean, it, it, there's always been new technology for every generation, and there's <laughs> been etiquette to be learned around that technology. It'll get there. I think there will be enough shaming of people video. Hopefully it doesn't go the other way where people just accept it. Like if you go to Asia and everybody's just staring down at phones, bumping into each other like mole rats. You know? <laughs> Hopefully it just isn't just a common acceptance that we're detached as human beings. Hopefully it's like enough people shame. Like, put your goddamn phone away. Like, oh, right. This is a hostile group of people <laughs> that is keeping society in check. Have you experienced that firsthand? In, uh, have you gone overseas? Yeah, yeah, I, I was in Korea a couple times, and it's just everybody, yeah, just staring down. But on the same note, it's kind of weird that the subway is super quiet, and they'll shush you for talking too loud. Really? Because it's like everybody's done with work, and they're just sitting there. Everybody has a device, which that's kind of how it is now. You know, everybody's looking at a phone or something. But if you're even talking to someone's like, hey, shh, everybody's a quiet time on the subway. Weird. Very clean and everything, so it's a little... It's those little little differences like that that are like part of that. I like I like that. Like I'm just trying to listen to my headphones politely. Please keep it down. So I don't know. Uh, were you performing over there? Yeah, there's um, uh, like the people that take do uh, ESL classes over there, English yep. classes. Mm-hmm. They got like a whole comedy scene, and so actually, Bronger and I were both there earlier this year. Oh, really? Yeah, it's great, man. It's fun. It's just weird that. And my dumb jokes got me the other side of the world to tell. Yeah, who would have thought, man, right? So I'll take it for now. I don't know how long it's going to last, so I'll take it. How did you end up finally quitting the day job? What changed? I started like booking enough shows where I couldn't take any more vacation time. <laughs> so. How was that? Like just yeah, like right before, like did you stretch it pretty thin like yeah, I well, know I, I'm almost out of vacation. A, sh- a shout out to Minneapolis in this one because I work for a company called Caption Max. Where Bronger and I worked there, we were like we've been pals for a long time. He got me the job there. We closed Caption TV. Yeah, you tell me about that. Their headquarters are here yeah. in Minneapolis, and everybody was great. Like it was a great day job for having to have a day job. It was a great day job. Gave their employees insurance, paid them a decent wage. Everybody there was nice. And like that's why I didn't want to take advantage of it. Eventually, I was like, "Oh man!" So that is- was the place you worked the last. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. For Bronger and I both. Yeah, it was both like, "Oh man, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta leave." It was, a little, it was a little bit bittersweet because I've only known day jobs, and especially when you get one that you can tolerate, let alone you know enjoy the people you work with. You're like, "What am I doing? This might be the only solid thing I have in my life, and now I'm gonna go venture off because I think I deserve money for jokes." <laughs> you dumbass! And they're like, and it's a testament to them. Like, listen, you, anytime you want to come back, you let us know. So they were great. So, so that's still open. You could end up going back. Well, I think so. I still got some friends that are working there. I think they're still going in case you know if this if this falls out. Caption Max. Maybe I gotta come to Minneapolis. Maybe I gotta relocate. So you might see more of me. You probably can do. I bet people can do that job. You know, like you do your uh, Comedy Central recording. You know, just remote. Yeah. Two iPads. Yeah. Come on, guys. Fund me. I could do this from the road. Just subsidize (laughs) the income a little. That's next. Yeah. What is what is next? I don't know. What are you doing the rest of the year? It's just on the road, and then December, I just fall out of society for a while. Try to do that around Christmas. I'll go back. I'll try and go camping a little bit and then go back to Chicago for the holidays and just not talk to anyone, just hang out with my family, my friends, and not show up at any comedy shows. Yeah. But as as uh, attested by Monday, I can't really do that. I'm like, what's going on? I got to see what's up. I got yeah, a yeah. new joke I want to try. Yeah. So no, that's it. Just road work. That's it. And if stuff, you know, the animation, whatever comes up, I'll look, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Back to L.A. Yeah, man, for for a little bit. All right. Anything else? You the pod? Let's tell people where to see all your shit. You have two. Uh, uh, I just uh, like I mentioned the whiskey uh, Icarus, the yeah, one that I watched. Whiskey Icarus and Death of the Party, the one I lost. Albums. <laughs> I got you on. I got records. I'll give you a record. <laughs> um, I did a special for Chill dot com, which uh, I just kind of hosted and had a couple other comics and then musicians on. Which one is that? A- <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I taped that at uh, Just for Laughs in Chicago over the summer. Oh, okay. And so the one they taped as Brendan Kelly from a band uh, called the Lawrence Arms and the Wandering Birds. 
and Slapstick, if you're super old school, he's a singer for that band. But he does an acoustic set, and he's really funny. They have Ben Roy and Brian Cook are okay. comics on it, and I host it. And just kind of like my own little trying to mix music and comedy together. I think that's like five bucks online. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. People know how to just Google and <laughs> stuff's out there. Google that shit, Probably man. Probably see a clip of me barfing somewhere. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, right. Are you selling shit at the shows in uh, Minneapolis right now? I got uh, the vinyl of the first album, The Death of the Party, because uh, Dan from Stand Up Records, a Minneapolis-based label. That's right. Put out uh, the vinyl copy of it, so I got those for sale. And you'll sign them and shit? Yeah, 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 if people want that. Is it white like Matt's is? No, I don't have the... The custom uh, vinyl. I just got black for this one. I had. I think I sold out of the special splatter print clear or whatever it was. I have no I, idea what that is. I had some cool. It was cool looking vinyl. With like it was like half clear vinyl with like splat. Like it was a goofy looking thing. But I sold out of those. So I have one last question. Sure. And I forgot to ask Matt this. Uh, now you're a Hollywood guy. You go to the parties. You hang out oh, with people. Super Hollywood. Yeah. I, it, obviously. So Hollywood, dude. You're so Hollywood. <laughs> You're so, your middle name is Hollywood, mm-hmm. and uh, there's one there's one celebrity that I'm fascinated with that always seems to get into trouble. Do you have an Andy Dick story? I do. Really? <laughs> I met him. Can you at, share it? I met him. Well, I met him at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and he was in the van. Like we, like you know, everybody gets to the airport from different places, and so they all wrangle you in one van. And he was like super nice. And the thing he was talking, he's like, that was before, before I was sober. I was like really self-effacing about it. He's like a super nice dude. And then I, I didn't really see him much the rest of that festival. I guess that was one of the times he fell off the wagon. So it was really uh, disastrous. Oh, no. I just remember uh, I was driving or walking down Hollywood Boulevard and seeing like two kind of college guys like, there's no way, what? And they're kind of half dragging this dude along with them. I was like... <laughs> Oh man, that looks like Andy Dick. It was like, oh man, that's Andy Dick. No, no, no. And it was no. so sad because you, you tell these kids, like, I can't believe we're getting loaded with this guy. Like, They're yeah. taking selfies the whole time. Yeah, but it was like much. It's it's sad when you see it in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. not it's not nearly you know the tabloid. You know, you get that one sided drunk photograph or something. It's like you see, you're like, oh yeah, that's a real guy. Yeah. I met that guy before. He's been on shows. <laughs> oh, this is a bummer. Oh, no. <laughs> it's much more. Oh, leave him alone. <laughs> so that's not the craziest. Are you, do, do you dislike him or you're just obsessed with him? Or? I just, I, no, I, no, I do not dislike him at all. I think, uh, I think he's entertaining and I just, I, it amazes me how much, like he's uh, always back. He's always back on his feet somehow. Yeah, so, you know, uh, and then back res- down, and then back way down, and yeah. then up, and then back way, way, way down. Yeah, I, I optimistically, I would call that resilience. Yeah, like, look at the elasticity of this guy's condition. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll say that. That was that. The Hollywood Bowl. I'm like, oh man, it is him. Yikes! Come on, buddy. Oh no. <laughs> so, but he's still alive, right? Yeah, he'll be uh, at the show tonight. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> no, well, we'll talk to him about that. That's gonna be the most awkward intervention. It's, just, <laughs> it's a comedy show. Kyle, thank you. Oh, I'm yeah. just about to cough there. Thank you. This Thanks fun. for having me, man. Right on.